So this weekend, I went and saw two movies. I went and saw 1917, and I went and saw Call of the Wild. Um, the latter because my grandpa had sent me money because he really likes the book, and I think he really wanted me to see the movie too. Um, and so I said, hey, why not? Free movie, who's not going to love that? So with 1917... I kind of want to get a couple things out of the way. A lot of people will make the claim it's a film done entirely in one shot. This isn't true for two reasons. The first one being there's a scene where a soldier gets shot, it cuts to black, and then we're kind of back into it. So it's a two-shot film. Secondly, it is only edited and filmed in a way to where it looks like one shot. There are a lot of scenes, and if you've already seen it, or maybe you're going to kind of look for the scenes where something covers the entirety of the camera, that's usually when they most likely stop filming, and then just kind of, they picked it up where they left off. Um, but even, I know I'm kind of giving it some uh, crap for that, but even to make it look like a two-shot film, is still quite an achievement, so kudos to that. Um, because that lends itself to the great tense action scenes, which there are a fair amount of since this is a World War I movie, and it works really well there. However, my one kind of gripe about this was is that it doesn't work well in a mundane thing like a conversation. So there are kind of two conversations that I kind of found where this one-take style did work and where it didn't. There is a scene where a soldier is bleeding out, dying, and another soldier is kind of cradling him in his arms. The camera stays in one angle, stays in one position, and doesn't move. And that is really effective. However, to kind of contrast that scene, there's another where a soldier confronts a French woman in her house and rather than staying still, it moves around them, which I thought was such a bizarre choice because that's something you do during a fight scene or during an action scene. A conversation should not feel tense between two kind of neutral parties, like kind of how it was in this film. It is a conversation is an event in which two people are talking. It should feel mundane. It should feel like a conversation, like kind of a down-to-earth event, because that's what a conversation is. So the one-take style didn't work there, but uh, besides that, great movie, um, amazing movie. It's really good, definitely. Um, except for kind of best visual effects, I think it deserved the Oscars it won. I give 1917 a 9 out of 10. So, Call of the Wild is based off a book written by a guy called Jack London. Now, I usually don't like to critique a film kind of based off its source material. I don't like being the guy who says, well, in this, the book did, or, well, the book did this better. I, I, I don't like being that guy. No one likes that guy. But the things that I, I'm gonna, you know, contradict myself here, the things that I didn't like that they changed from the book just felt offensive 
because it was incredibly watered down. Um, like, there was not a lot of action in this, not a lot of violence, not a lot of death, and those were all very prevalent themes and events that were in the book, and I felt this was watered down so they could appeal to that audience of, aw, I like dogs, I want to go see a dog movie, which is essentially what this is. It is a good dog movie, I will say that, um, but there are too many awe moments, too many moments where they're really trying to shove it down your throat. Look at this cute dog. Look at the cute and dumb things he can do. And that didn't get me. It got the rest of the, the theater. I heard a lot of awe and a lot of laughing anytime the dog would do something stupid. Um, it just felt watered down to appeal to the kind of general audience. And then, kind of my biggest gripe with it though, past that even, is that there's so much unnecessary narration by Harrison Ford. Nothing to do with him, he's a fine narrator. But it's a lot of the stuff that we should just be able to interpret, to be able to see. Every feeling that went through the dog's head, every emotion, every thought, uh, felt like it was narrated. And it felt like they were kind of underestimating my intelligence as the audience and that was frankly insulting i felt insulted that they thought that i couldn't just pick up on these subtle things but again they're trying to appeal to that general audience and lord forbid the general audience watches a movie where information isn't spoon-fed all, all the time um but besides that great visuals beautiful kind of shots um and the CGI on the dogs is really good. All the dogs are done in CGI because there's like sled uh, team stuff and I guess they needed uh, them to be able to kind of do whatever they want. So I give Call of the Wild a 6 out of 10 for all right. Those are my reviews of two movies that are out in theaters.